Last time on Pokemon Rollout, our heroes approached Low Keep, setting out to earn their next gym badge. They expected to find an old, proud city sitting behind black stone walls, but they found something they didn't anticipate. As they came over the hill, they saw smoke rising from various parts of the city. Low Keep was under attack. They rushed to the front gates to see what was going on. The scene that unfolded in front of them was utter chaos. Blue gel-like creatures were changing form and destroying buildings. Some rangers and members of the Flames of Agni joined forces in an attempt to subdue these blue gel creatures, while other members battled amongst themselves. But the most dangerous thing, a giant and initially invisible floating metal creature called a chrome was about to attack civilians. Our protagonist brought attention to the chrome with Charlie, Liliana, and Professor Sneeze sending out Bernie the Combuskin, Trigger the Machoke, and Schmoopy the Shellos, respectively. These Pokémon found that the chrome weakened when they focused their attacks to the same area of the chrome's body. Meanwhile, Liliana snuck up on a shamanist aligned with the Flames of Agni, trying to steal her ghostly claws. These two traded blows for the remainder of the battle. Suddenly, the Chrome used Metronome with an unexpected result. Metronome generated spatial rend, tearing a rip in space and splitting up our trainers. Professor Sneeze was transported to a business district where he met a familiar face, a purple-haired boy wearing a lab coat. Sneeze had met this boy well before joining up with the rest of the group. The boy threw an Ultra Ball at Archie, barely missing the purple Pokemon. He then told Sneeze that this battle won't end like their last. Liliana landed in an accidental courtyard and saw a shamanist with a familiar robe. Zekrom stood before her, quickly befriended Grunge, and challenged Liliana to a battle with extremely high stakes. If she loses, the legendary Pokémon will kill her and her team. But if Liliana wins, she will get a fun treat. Finally, Charlie found himself in a parking garage, with Katana doing her best to coach him in stealth as she perceives someone on the floor above them. Unfortunately, Charlie was not very stealthy and instantly revealed himself to a girl with bright red hair who was working on some sort of device. Once the girl noticed Charlie, she decided that he was in the way and sent out her electric shifted Vulpix to attack Charlie with a Confuse Ray. Will Professor Sneeze's old foe steal Archie? Will Liliana beat Zekrom? Or will our trio become a duo? What is this red-headed girl doing, and will Charlie be able to fend off the Vulpix? Tune in over the next three weeks to find out what happens next on Pokemon Rollout. Meanwhile, with Professor Sneeze... He essentially swats Archie aside, just kind of... Uh, Without damaging, but most of Well, if you're coming over, by all means. But I still think you need to be softened up a little bit first. And he throws out a Pokeball, which releases something that you remember far, far back. Um, it's just, it's a Pokemon that you see just for a second. It's a yellow bug-like Pokemon, or it's actually a black bug-like Pokemon with like a yellow mask over its face, bright red eyes and bright wings. And you see it for a second and then it blurs because it's moving so fast. Who do you who do you even work for? Really? Really? I mean, it's the futurist, right? I want to hear you say it. <laughs> what are you doing with your archetype? 
Meanwhile, with Liliana... Liliana is going to use double team. While she's doing that, she's going to say, Okay, Zachrom, what? what's your deal? Why are we here? What's going on? Is this just some sort of like distraction? Or do you just want to hang out? Do you want to talk? Do you want to be friends? I don't know. Let's let's just chat. What's going on? And she's, she's saying this as like she's trying to kind of hide that she's quivering a little bit because losing all of your Pokemon is uh, not, not a great... Not a great thing to be worrying about. <laughs> yeah. Zekrom responds with slight changes. Isn't there joy in battle? Well, obviously, but sometimes there mo- there's more to that, so I don't know. Are you just that one-dimensional? Di- come on, come on. <laughs> today, today I'm one-dimensional. Perhaps tomorrow I'll be multi-dimensional. That's not good. <laughs> that's the joy of change, of chaos, of ideals. Meanwhile, with Charlie. I catch that one in a vortex now. So the Opix fires a burst of fiery energy that's spinning towards Katana. Why are we attacking each other? Why are we fighting? And he's like distinctly looking about 30 degrees away from the person. I don't know why I'm fighting you either. You're here and you could probably be a problem. So she kind of reaches beside her to like a pack, also typing with the other hands, like shuffling about a bit, and she pulls out this oddly shaped kind of ball of something and lobs it at Katana. What's going on? Like, I don't want to fight with you. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, you, what's going on? Like, what do you know about me? Said, shut up. No. <laughs> Oh, come on, I, I can I can tell that you don't really want to fight me either, Charlie Rose Charm. You can deal with these. And uh, as she says it, she opens up her uh, computer thing again, taps a few buttons, and one of the oil drums shakes, and one of the gel creatures that you saw before shoots out of it and forms itself into kind of a blastoise shape and looks towards you. Unfortunately, Charlie was not very stealthy and instantly revealed himself to a girl with bright head, bright red hair. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.